0: All right. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Sam and Ross Like Stuff, Episode 2. Episode 2. Episode 2. Cruise Control. Cruise Control, <laughs> where we've actually changed <laughs> out Ross <laughs> with, because he refused to do it with an actor you've never heard of before.
1: Um, which one would that be? Do I get? Do you, will you pick one for me? An actor you like that? No, that what no was cover? his name? I can't remember.
0: Yeah. Not Keanu Reeves.
1: Man. I would be okay with that legacy, I think.
0: Of uh, being the guy who wasn't Keanu Reeves and Speed Two Cruise Control?
1: Yeah, it's bigger than better than my current legacy, I think.
0: <laughs> so welcome to our show where we each uh, pick a thing that we like and we talk about it without uh, reservation or fear of reprisal. Reprisals,
1: yeah. And I think I think today's episode is gonna we're gonna test the early boundaries of that. Oh really? I think so. We'll we'll get there though. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Um I wanted to do follow-up. Oh, we have got follow-ups. we've got follow ups. We've got follow ups. Episode two, and we have follow up already. One is myself follow up. Okay. Uh, after we recorded last episode, which was uh, the two like things, the two things that were liked were Kroger brand string cheese and um, the Phantom Tollbooth. Correct. And immediately afterwards, you were in my office and you ate Kroger brand string cheese. I did. So I would like, just briefly, maybe some thoughts. Sure. Um, it was
0: specifically uh, your office mate and coworker's Susan string cheese, so from her cash from her cash, and I did not tear it off the the uh, the joining of string cheeses properly, so it was a little ripped. I did not yeah, win that you didn't game in the game uh, and I ate it and I ate it slowly and strung it out and it was the thinner you got the hairs, the more delicious it was yeah. um. I have since had non Kroger brand, but string cheese, mm-hmm. and I still want to chomp. Like I know that
1: we're you know not that judging, it's wrong. but yeah, we're not judging. We're not judging. You're, You're just, right. That was wrong
0: of me. It is <laughs> a choice. It is a choice that I do want to just eat it like a slim jim, okay. and I do not have the. Pa- but I don't have patience for most foods. Like I can't eat candy canes or lollipops because uh, they take too long.
1: I'm a, I'm a. um I would like to make an extreme and dangerous point on a candy cane. That's my scene.
0: I hear you. You want to have a candy cane not only for um, eating but for
1: defense. Yeah, because you never know. You never know. <laughs> okay, so that was the first piece. of Follow up. Second piece of follow up. String cheese related. There was no fam toll follow up. Nope. But people need time to read. Yeah, we'll probably get there in like two weeks. We'll have a we'll have some good fam Toll booth follow up. The second piece of follow up was Sharif on the internet posted a picture of himself buying Kroger brand string cheese and there was a little like the front page the front packaging alluded to a recipe on the back and you asked what could what could the recipe be and I happened to have that very same bag so I looked on the back and the recipe on the back of the Kroger brand string cheese is uh, for just fried mozzarella sticks which I, think, <laughs> which I think is the only thing you can make with Kroger brand string cheese other than just string cheese right so have you made it yet no because I just I think I want on like I want that out of a frozen bag when I want it. I hear you. You know, I'm gonna, I like to eat the string cheese. It's a string cheese, and if I want fried mozzarella sticks, which I'm totally fine with, I think you just go frozen food section. Fair enough.
0: Okay. So uh, you went first last time. Yeah, I'll go first this time. Okay.
1: So Sam, this time, yes. One thing that you like is a movie. A very specific movie that may contain music.
0: It is, uh, If we are referring to, uh, it's not just a movie, it is also a soundtrack. It, it, is, it okay. is the uh, the rock opera known
1: as Jesus Christ Superstar. And can you, before we even get into this, right. as you're defining, can you explain to me, because I didn't know this, the difference between, like if I were to call it a musical, that would be inaccurate, correct? Correct. Because it is a rock opera.
0: Correct. Can you d-
1: dive into that just like a little bit?
0: Well, a musical... Tends to have spoken dialogue, and then songs, mm-hmm. and opera. All of the dialogue, etc., is expressed through song.
1: See, makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So tell me, tell me things you like about. You, uh, we did. Do we even say the name? I said, I don't, yeah, we did. Know. It's, it's Jesus okay. Christ Superstar. Okay.
0: Specifically, um, so I first saw it in Presbyterian Sunday School. Mm-hmm. And How old were you? i don't uh, probably 10 or 11 or 12 somewhere in that range maybe even 13 i don't know early um, teens early teens tweens and we watched it and it resonated with me um specifically the the 70s music and uh and actually some of the religious themes in it which um made more sense to me than a lot of the religious themes at at uh Bible school, um, not yeah. Um, so it uh, really. Um, Next week we'll do yeah. things we like religion. Right. <laughs> what else? Because no one will ever talk bad <laughs> no. about religion. Uh, and so I came home and I started. I found that my dad had the LP of the original soundtrack. Now the soundtrack came out before the movie. Right, so the movie was based on the soundtrack for an uh, opera that had not been performed live.
1: Well, was it recorded for like it was made to spawn a movie? No, it was made
0: as as a, as a con- kind of a concept soundtrack of a thing that didn't no, exist movie. yet. Right, so the movie was then made. It was uh, by Norman Jewison. If you don't know, um, he did. I think he did Moonstruck. Oh. he's like a thumbs up, a movie guy guy. Um. Anyway, the movie was great. My dad had the LP, and so I was like, I don't know how to play this. This is the early 90s. Right. So I got my Fisher-Price uh, oh, rec- record. Yeah. Brown, brown case? The brown case. Yeah. And brought it down and started playing it. And then my dad came out and was like, no. <laughs> we're gonna, You have to use the good turntable. I'm like, oh, okay. So there's a good turntable in the den. And then uh listened to that there. And then he made me a tape like you did. Cool. And so that would, that tape was on my Awa Walkman for <laughs> elementary school. It must have been in elementary school because I remember listening to it there and then um, through middle school. And then I got the CD. Um, so I, I know all the songs. I know all the right musical hits. I know where to sing along to. It's uh, just something I love to listen to. It's in, it's also on my uh, list of uh, headphone check like, if I get a new pair of headphones, which I don't do frequently, but I just want to try out, uh-huh. like, there's a certain group of songs that I will put in to test the headphones. Because you have, like,
1: a, like, a, it's like a I can't, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, it's the right sound. You can distinguish. Well, the right the sound, but also,
0: like, um, how the stereo effects work mm. and if they're done well and breaking up. And specifically, there's a song on on the second disc because it was two-record two LP. Uh, the second track is... I can never pronounce it. It's uh, Jesus singing to God right before he gets arrested. Uh, and it's Gethsemane. I can't never mm-hmm. That's good. Is that good? Yes. That's mm-hmm. Right. But that song is just like... Every time I listen to it, it is like pure music equals emotion. Mm-hmm. And I can
1: just lose myself in it. Whoa. So is that your favorite song? That is my favorite track. Yeah. Is it your favorite track to sing along to?
0: Um... I don't know. It's, it's it's the one I listen to with my eyes closed.
1: Oh, okay. There, there are some, other like, some head and shoulder movement as you listen. No, because
0: it's it's all just sing, just him and a guitar, and it's mm. a slow kind of ballady song. Um, there is sort of the to jive a, a dance to. There's what's the buzz? Tell okay. me what's happening.
1: <sighs> uh, will you will you sing any of this for us this afternoon? Uh, no, it. no, I will not. Okay.
0: No, it's not a thing you
1: like. I don't
0: I will sing uh, with our friend Susan yeah I will. I will sing with other people but I won't I don't feel the need to sing acapella Jesus Christ Superstar <laughs> into the mic right now right now <laughs> um, there are a bunch of different soundtracks out there I personally prefer the the original Brown studio recording some like the uh, uh, the movie soundtrack is different there are different songs and different renditions of the songs and actually the the performer who is Jesus is not the same. Mm-hmm. It was the under, understudy.
1: So the folks in the movie are the folks singing on the record. Yes. Really like? Okay. And brown? By brown, you mean just? To clarify, brown, you mean the cover is? The brown, cover right? is brown. Yeah. Sometimes it's white, but mostly brown. Yeah. Have you introduced this record to your children? That's no, not good. yet. Not yet. Does your the any of the, is this? Uh, so your dad obviously liked it
0: enough to buy so, it when
1: he was buying LPs. But perhaps it was, maybe it was, was famous a, then. Yeah, so maybe it's like a pop.
0: Yeah, it was. It, it had a breakaway pop hit uh-huh. that was on the charts.
1: This is fascinating. I didn't know any of these things. I've seen the movie, I think, once, maybe, um, and only really listened, I think, when either you or Susan want to listen to it. And then Which that's is like, all the time. Yeah. So a lot lately. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I've seen other... I've got
0: multiple DVDs of different performances, and I've seen it live. And I enjoy it then, but for me, the... the so um, original soundtrack is the the gospel but I'm just,
1: <laughs> Good. yeah do you do you put the movie in your list of fave movies as as a movie itself as like a film
0: it's great but it um i don't
1: i don't think it's in my top 5 um the album is yeah would you be able to rank it in your top 5 cuz i i don't feel like that's i'm not asking. oh no um
0: i would say my top 5 is it is uh, third. Well, so real good. Yeah. Right behind um Automatic for the People by R.E.M. and Radiohead's okay computer. That's number one. Uh the, that's one and two respectively.
1: Okay. okay. Cool. Maybe I'll go home tonight and put it on and we'll listen to dinner. I feel like it'd be good dinner music.
0: Yeah, and, and talk about the themes. Yeah. It does have good questions for um for Presbyterians and their predestination inquiring mind right
1: all right Ross that was good yeah
0: I hear you like an actor who has
1: fallen out of favor yeah recently I do Uh, I like Tom Cruise a whole lot tell me more Tom Cruise man I I pulled up his his uh, his um, filmography on Wikipedia so I could just read aloud from it as if it were a bedtime story I think it's it's important to just read through, especially his like 90s era filmography, to just kind of get a sense of what Tom Cruise has done before we can talk, of, like, well, we're not going to talk about how he's terrible because this podcast about liking things. Yeah. But, like, starting in the 83 with The Outsiders, like, Outsiders, Risky Business, Legend, Top Gun, Color of Money, Cocktail, Rain Man, Born on the Fourth of July, Days of Thunder, Far and Away, A Few Good Men, The Firm, Interview with a Vampire, Mission Impossible, Jerry Maguire, and then we kind of get into the weirder stuff like Eyes Wide Shut, Magnolia, Mission Impossible Two, um, Vanilla Sky, Minority Report. But still, like that's like twenty movies I just read, which are formative to humans of our age. Yeah. Like I don't know. I like I think like when we were growing up, it was always very, or at least for me, it was like you yeah you, you got your Tom Cruise, you got your Tom Hanks, and those are like your guys. And I always try to think of like who are those guys now for us for for. This era, and I don't know that we have, dude. Maybe we do. I don't know. I I don't know that we have dudes that can just churn out like that. That run from legend, maybe not legend, but like legend. Top Gun, Cocktail, Rain Man, Born on the Fourth of July, Days of Thunder. That's five years, like five years making these like insanely popular, epic, epic, and they're and they're like it's not. I mean, Top Gun is kind of whatever, but like some of these movies are. Real like Born on Fourth of July is like a good and real movie. Like a lot of them are, you know. There's a man and he has problems, and there's a woman and she solves his problems so the man can be awesome. But like I watch Jerry
0: Maguire every minute of every day.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, right.
1: <laughs> I mean, so I like he, and not in
0: spite of Tom Cruise. Like he
1: is Jerry Maguire in that movie. Yeah, and and I I think I think yeah. So it's not just his body of work think it's the roles he plays are really compelling to me like especially in his the new what's it called um the new one where he's like in the future in uh edge of tomorrow edge of tomorrow is like his the brand new thing where he's like infinite looping you know Groundhog day style um groundhog day style and the way he, the character he plays in that and again he's like he's like trained by a woman like he's deficient he's made sufficient by a woman and then has to save a woman in the woman every film he's ever been in. But the character he plays in that movie is so good, and he's so funny, and he's so earnest, and, like, I just really feel like he's... I like Ernest Tom Cruise a whole lot. I think, you know, it's maybe that thing where, like, in Risky Business, he's, like, the American guy. He's, like, oh, he's like what our American male youths are like, you know? I don't know. I just really like how earnest he is. And then... Uh, and then he has a bunch of weird Scientology stuff, which I think, you know...
0: You... So that does not affect the roles he plays for you.
1: Yeah, correct.
0: Um, so we don't need to hedge.
1: Yeah, no hedging. No hedging. No on hedging. Um, so I like that stuff. I like that he stayed, he stayed mostly in, like, he's not doing the Liam Neeson thing where, like, he is, like, a super old dude action heroing. I guess he is doing that. But for some reason, <laughs> it feels okay. Like, Liam Neeson, we're all like, dude, we get it. Like, all your stuff's been taken away. And you're always finding it, and you've got guns to help yourself find the things that have been taken or crashed in a car or whatever. But like Tom Cruise has these things, like Rock of Ages. Like, how good was Rock of Ages? And what was he in where he played like a, the bald guy? Like, Tropic Thunder. Oh yeah, right. Like where... he 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 has like a sense self- of self awareness yeah. that like, I feel like some of these other. I don't know why we're in like this period of aging action heroes. Maybe we're, maybe we always are, and these are just the, this is this is the time when the action heroes of our past have now aged. <laughs> um but like he does seem to have that sense of self-awareness and it's okay like he's in things like rock of ages and i, I didn't see um i think oblivion he's a is he no i think that he's still exactly the same story as but anyway he seems like he has this kind of sense of and
0: you showed uh on the internet the other day a clip of tom cruise getting water squirted on him that i thought was amazing
1: so good and this is exactly what i'm talking about he's like so earnest so the the Real quick, the video is he's at like some red carpet thing, and there's a guy interviewing him, and Tom Cruise is like very earnestly like talking to this guy, hey, like here's my thing, we're doing this thing, like I'm really excited about this thing that's coming out, and then the guy like has a trick microphone, and he pushes the button on it, squirts Tom Cruise in the face with water, and like dude's all set to be like, haha, busted, and but Tom Cruise like grabs his arm and is like, why would you do that? Not a not not, not, not aggressively, he just yeah. like almost holds his hand and is like, hey, why would you do that? Like, do you like being mean? why did you do this? And it just shuts the guy down. And the guy's like, I don't know, like, you can just see be like, like, I, you can see an adult be like, I do not know why I did this action. Um, And I just thought that was such like a, I actually found it in this magazine called Rookie, which is this amazing magazine for, I should put that on my list of things I like, amazing magazine for teenage girls and all other humans. And um, (laughs) the editor was in the letter of the editor, and the editor talked about like, hey, if you have people in your life that are always like shutting you down or being mean to you, like, Sometimes it's okay to call them out, but not in a rude way, not in an offensive way. Just be like, hey, what you're doing is mean. And to have that come from a guy who, like, instantly around him, Tom Cruise, at this event, there was, like, security. People, yeah, there's security. The People trying to, like, get this guy out of there. And Tom Cruise was like, no, no, wait a second. Like, I want to talk to this guy in an even tone. And I was just like, whoa, blown away. This is amazing. And so I, I think that's Tom Cruise at his best, where he is an earnest dude that, I know I keep saying that, but he's, like, an earnest dude who, like, He's just himself a lot, and even when you watch one of the weird Scientology videos where he's like at the Scientology birthday party, it's earnest. He's like <laughs> dorkily dancing around, like it's my birthday, and I'm a white weird dancing around guy, and I'm very small, and it's just like a charming and adorable somehow. So I like Tom Cruise. Tom, Tom Cruise. I like Tom Cruise. <laughs> um, I like his his you know the changing face of Tom Cruise over the. I keep saying that. Changing face of Tom Cruise. <laughs> Over the ages, um, and it'll be interesting to see as he starts to become, like, because in, in the Mission Impossible stuff, he's starting to get, like, old. Like, we are all we all accept that he is, like, a little bit too old to be doing this, so it'll be interesting to see how he ages through. Like, you can't be a barrel-chested man anymore, which I'm excited for. Or can you? Or can you? I don't know. <laughs> so,
0: so, Ross, yes. uh, if people want to send you feedback, where can they find you on the internet? Uh, I'm
1: at Ross Catra on Twitter. That's R-O-S-S-C-A-T. R O W. And you, Sam.
0: I am Mr Beefy on Twitter. And you can spell that in the
1: the normal Beefy way. The normal, but it's M R. So M R Beefy. Yeah, M R Beefy, uh, and we have a we have a, a proto website. Right? I mean, it is a website. Oh yeah, it's totally a website. It's, uh, <laughs> Sam and Russ like things dot com. Yep, and it's a Squarespace website because. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we'll be back here in a fortnight. In a fortnight. See ya. Bye.